What's up and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Andrew Terkitsanis as your DM. With Corey Gray as Wayne Lefty Boncho. Alex Terkitsanis as Ernie Debruchet. And Tom Raddoat as Monty McFlose. Last week, Ernie followed Chuckles into the mysterious stairwell. He traveled down a disgusting hallway until he overheard Chuckles speaking with somebody. Ominous. Perhaps a McDonald? He quickly left and hurried back to bed, hoping not to get caught, but remembering how to find his way back there. In the morning, the detectives met up to discuss their game plan. They decided to make their way to the sheriff's office, where they found a mob outraged with the number of deaths that had been accumulating in the town. The sheriff dispersed the crowd and hired our detectives officially as Junior good deputies to take down Dusty Crackjaw. They discovered that something was written in the reports that seemed to be mundane at the time of the investigation and somebody has tried to cover up. As Monty pointed out last week, perhaps not a supernatural being after all. And so our puzzled puzzlers continued on. Monty, I was meaning to ask you, do you think we should continue working both jobs or maybe have a conversation with Mr. McDonald? That was the other thing, right? Yeah, no, I was thinking about that. I reckon if, uh, well, if the sheriff is going to be paying us, you know, to help with the law on a more regular basis, I suppose we'll have to resign from our post with old McDonald. It would make for some awkward drama. And I think maybe it's a good place to start, considering I definitely heard a McDonald telling Chuckles what to do. I know we were headed towards the railroad, but I think maybe we could go to the farm and then go across to the railroad or vice versa. What time is it again, actually? Uh, you guys, it's just early in the morning. You guys just had breakfast and then you went to the sheriff's office. I told you guys about what I had heard last night. Yeah, yeah. But I remember I was a little bit skeptical, too. Like, not that I didn't believe it happened, but more that I was... I remember Monty was a bit skeptical if it was, like, related. And it's Sunday, right? And the Purpletons arrive tomorrow. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Right. Mm -hmm. But also, our jobs start again tomorrow, so I thought it might be prudent to do it today. Yeah, no, I agree. We should definitely sort that out with Mr. McDonald before we, well, uh, turn into now. I suppose we may (laughs) want to stay somewhere else as well, uh... Given the amount we've been paid, the hotel's probably an option, at least for the time being. Yes, and I do not mind the hotel manager at all. Oh yeah, no, he was quite friendly, I I would agree. He was. Plus, any man who survived being shot in the throat, well, (laughs) might as well side with a lucky son of a bitch like that, probably has a lot going on right (laughs) for him in the grand scheme of the universe. (laughs) Clearly a man who is outside forces watching over his well-being, you know? (laughs) 
his will being. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long callback. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean, on my planet, it's a little bit more, uh, usually required a little bit more notice than one day to quit a job, but I suppose. No, I ain't like that out here. It's, uh, well, it's very, uh, it's the frontier out here, friend. It's a free, free place. <laughs> there was definitely no two weeks notice in the Wild West, but, like, your employer would maybe send the Pinkertons after you, you know? So if anything, that's No, weird. no way. Yeah, no way. You, like, you could definitely just, like, arbitrarily leave. I, yeah, like, no, I yeah. agree. I agree, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why I was joking. Like, if anything, like, it's a bounty hunter. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to go to any recourse, it's not through, like, reasonable <laughs> channels. Just to remind you guys, because it's been uh, a week in real life, the sheriff did also say that Officer Hatfield had gone to investigate another death, the death of the fool. I thought there was another death, and then I wasn't sure if I was misremembering. Okay. But I remember that because it was, but that's one of the people who was already missing. It's not a... That's right. Right. Did he tell us where? No, but I don't think it's unreasonable for you to have asked that. Uh, Yeah, so where is this death? He would have said on the west side of the city, just south of the river. So there's also this other mysterious murder that Officer Hadfield is uh, checking out. I'm just not 100% sure where we should go first. Lefty, you've sort of been our compass. What do you think? Well, what time does that McDonald fella usually close up shop? I mean, not super late, but it's early now, so we... I don't see any reason we need to rush off there if there's other business to attend to. We're just at the sheriff's office right now? Yes. Well, I suppose while we're down here, we may as well check out this other victim here. Yeah, I nod to that. Yeah, let's go, partners. So you guys make your way to the main street of the city and walk west along the main street. You cross over the river, and then the river kind of cuts to the west there, and you see a little bit of a hubbub in the meadow in between the main road and the river. I think I would just, like, calmly push through. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did um, did the sheriff give us any sort of, like, badges or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys got a badge and a gun. Yeah, it's the friggin' Wild West. Oh, a gun too, eh? A badge and holster and a gun. I think Ernie would just be holding the gun on the belt with two fingers and just hand it directly to Monty when he got it. No, I was actually gonna say, I don't think I would have, I think I would have accepted more bullets for my gun, but I wouldn't have accepted, like, their gun. I would have kind of been like, oh, I got my own, I got my own gun, (laughs) Sheriff. That's what he would have said. Y'all need a gun. No, thank you, Sheriff, but if you have a few more bullets, I could happily oblige. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what kind of gun is it? It is a revolver. Yeah, I'd accept that, for sure. A six-shooter, if you will. I will. All right. No, thank you, Sheriff, but if you have any extra animals lying around, I would happily accept them. What the fuck are you talking about? Like to eat? I was like clearly reaching as Alex, and then I was like, no, nah, I have seven charisma. This works. <laughs> I don't think Ernie like answers if he says like to eat. <laughs> Ernie just shakes his head and, and looks like downcast. All right. So you guys make your way. You push your way through to the center of the hubbub where you see Officer Hatfield. Beside Officer Hatfield, you see the crime scene with Danny the Fool hanging there on the stake. Well, damn, I guess this does look similar to the other ones. I reckon it's, well, our same killer. Must be. 
Sorry to see you folks again under these uh, pretenses. Yeah, well, I guess that's the job. And Monty lights up his cigarette. I was like, why are you beaming at that? (laughs) And Monty lights up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I said it slow because he does it real slow. I think Ernie takes a look around this victim uh, just like the last one. Okay, uh, give me uh, give me an investigation check. What what are you looking? For? Are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, th- I guess like I'm looking for another blue feather. Give me an investigation check, please. That is a ten. You do find a blue feather at the fool's feet. Uh, I sort of pick it up and show it to the guys. Again, one of those blue feathers. I think Monty's a bit distracted because he's talking to like Officer Hatfield right now. But he but he hears that. He hears that and nods. Again, we found her like this. Um, I was up late with the sheriff last night, and we were talking about these cases, and it seemed like there's something to be hid anyway, so somebody's trying to make this look like Dusty, or Dusty doesn't exist, or I don't know anyway, I don't know anything anymore, but there is something that we are missing. I would have also asked her, well, like, while Ernie was looking for that around, I would have, uh, I would have been like, uh, well... Officer Miss Roy Hatfield, I gotta ask, uh, who who reported this one? Do you mean finding Danny like this or Danny missing? No, I was thinking the first one. Who uh, who informed you of uh, finding the body? Oh, that was uh, Mike across the way there. Uh, she points to a house across the street. I nod. I don't like go over there or anything, but I, I, I make a mental note. Nod. Found her like this this morning. Officer Hatfield, uh, how much do we trust this... Sheriff, you've known him for a long time. Oh, Sheriff Parks! I've been working for Sheriff Parks my my whole life. I uh, certainly not your whole life. <laughs> my whole life. Yeah, he uh, found me, made me a slave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I don't know. I you know how some people just wake up and they know what they want to be. Yes, of course. When I was a kid, I always walked around with a notepad and a pen. And anyway, the sheriff took me under his wing. I've I've been working for him as long as I can remember. He always gave me the the less gruesome stuff back then. But that's very nice of him. Indeed, he is. So, if, your question is, do I trust him? Absolutely. All right. It, it's just the first time we've interacted with him, and and I uh, wanted to be sure. Yeah, Officer Hatfield, is there any? Uh connection between Danny Freeman and this area, you know, in the same way that you know, Addison Gardner was found in the graveyard. Is there any similar connection between Danny and here? That's exactly what I wondered when I got here. I couldn't seem to figure that out. I know that she spent a lot of time at the hotel and I know that she walked out this way but that's, um, it could be. It absolutely could be. You think there's a pattern between where they're found? Well, I don't know these folks that well. I was just uh, asking. Well, it's a good qu- it's a good thought there. D- have you called yourself Lefty to her, or are you Dave Girk to her? I don't know. Uh, I think I'm just Dave Girk to the um, the hotel staff <laughs> or the inn staff. Okay. All right. Does she know your name in any capacity? Um, I feel like you did tell her, but I might be remembering wrong. I feel like I remember yeah. you saying Wayne Lefty Poncho, like at some point. It was prob- probably. I probably would have said Wayne Poncho, but like my like friends call me Lefty or something like that. Right. <laughs> my associates call me Lefty. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that does sound familiar. I'm pretty sure that's how he introduced himself to you guys, to you two. <laughs> okay. 
But that's that's an interesting thought. So maybe maybe we could find Bullseye where Bullseye hung out. Oh boy, it's taken everything in me not to make a pun out of that. <laughs> What's the building in the desert? Would we know what that building is? Uh, yeah, that's the lumber mill. The one with the stack of wood right beside it. Which way does the river run? It runs to the south. East and south. Cool, cool. Away from the mountain. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, now we know which way the sea is, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go that way. You know, I don't say that, but Monty, like, thinks that as he looks at the river. <laughs> good, good to keep myself reminded. So where did Bullseye hang out then? Well, he did all sorts of things, but he liked the, uh, he liked hanging out at the lumber mill. <laughs> you know, as one does. That was the case before you asked about the lumber mill. <laughs> I 100% believe it, and that's, like, why I laughed so hard, because that's funny. So, yeah. Do we know that all of these bodies have sort of shown up, like, in the morning? No, Addison showed up in the evening. That's right. This one, if anything, is way less weird to Monty, because, like, yeah, it showed up early morning on the outskirts of town. Mm-hmm. This is, if anything, slightly less weird. The gravedigger, although the gravedigger are things on the edge of town too, actually, and like the forest is there too, isn't it? That's right. And yeah. so's the lumber mill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, though. So maybe we will find his body. The but they've been consistently one day, one day, one day, right? Or uh, I mean, I no, guess it's just it, you two. found Addison last night and and the fool this morning. Hmm. So it could have okay. been all last night, for all we know. There might be an undiscovered body. Okay, while we're here, I think we should go check out the lumber mill. I agree. A place I definitely knew existed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can go to our next destination? Yeah, I got a hunch about that lumber mill. I think we should check it out. Sounds like a plan to me. You mean the hunch I just told you about? What do you mean you got a hunch? <laughs> I was waiting for someone to comment on that, but then like, it took a while. <laughs> Similarly, Hattel, no one called out that, like, Monty's line at the end of last week, well cool sounding, was, like, partly just taking Officer Hatfield's idea and respinning it as well. Like, he's, he's done <laughs> oh, that yeah. a couple times, definitely. The other thing that you do notice with the 10, um, and kind of thinking about your uh, last uh, taking down Addison, Ernie, as you're looking at this body, this, it again, it, it looks like clearly this body's been placed here, killed elsewhere and placed here. It seems as though this body was killed elsewhere and placed here. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Isn't that what we thought happened to the last one, too? Yes. It does seem to be a bit of a pattern. Um, can I inspect, like, I guess, are, are there any, like, wounds? Did I ask this the last time? Uh, you didn't ask the last time. I don't think I did, um, and it feels like a great oversight. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it it's does. It's covered in slash uh, marks. <laughs> no, no. In fact, it's something you didn't notice the last time in general. Uh, and as you think about this and look, you don't see any any obvious signs of bleeding or something like that. Can I like inspect the body to see how it was killed? I can pull her down. Like I will. I will pull her down. Yeah, I I think I, I'd like somebody else to do to make that role just because you've already done an investigation check around here. Um, I think that's kind of all wrapped up in that role and you can't quite figure it out. I think that's fair. Okay. But if somebody else wants to make an investigation role, I'd allow that. Uh, I can do that. Oh, nice. That is 23. Okay, so you pull 
Danny Freeman down from her position onto the ground. And you go looking around for the cause of death. And at first you dismiss it, you can't find anything, which strikes you as very odd. Too young to have a heart attack, which you definitely know about in the Wild West. And then it kind of hits you that this definitely looks magical. And what's your passive arcana? Uh, 16. Holy shit, really? God damn. Yeah, plus I have 18 (laughs) intelligence and I have proficiency, so... Jesus. You feel the energy, this pulsating energy, uh, and with your 23 and your natural arcana at 16, I'm going to say that you can sense that this is otherworldly. And by that, I mean, like, not where you're from, but other plainly. <laughs> you can sense that this, this kind of feels like it's magic not from this plane. And deductively, you think that this has something to do with the Thunderbirds. Quick side note, I have no problem if we say otherworldly and other plainly, like, interchangeably. I feel like it it gets the, the point across. <laughs> okay. Like, if you care, fair enough, but, like, I feel like people I, will know what we mean. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. True, but, like, yeah, I guess there is, like, a distinction because of... Mildly confusing just because of Lefty, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I'd say to the other guys, uh, I think the feather has something to do with this. Yes, I was wondering the same thing. Remember when your officer, or I don't know what the ranking system is like with extraterrestrials, but said, find your bird smuggler and find your enemy or something? It was better worded than what I'm saying, but find your bird smuggler, find your problem was what it was. Look, I don't mean any disrespect, but like, I don't see why we need to go police and bird smuggling for some, you know, law enforcement from a different place. Again, no disrespect to your people, Lefty. He seemed like a nice gentleman. I'm just saying, bird smuggling doesn't seem like our focus. We gotta find the killer of these good folk. Of course, but I think the bird smuggler might be uh, behind all this. I think at that point, Ernie turns to Officer Hadfield and says, (laughs) completely without context, because I assume she hasn't been listening to this, Are there any reports of any bird smuggling in the area? (laughs) (laughs) Birds? Like, what, peacocks? Sure, any sort of exotic bird smuggling. I haven't heard. I could look through our files. I could ask the sheriff, too. Or how about someone around here wears, you know, crazy-looking feathers? If you want crazy, I'd go talk to Ladong, but... You're trying to trace these feathers back to somebody. That seems like a good lead as any. Fair enough, you're finding them everywhere. I ain't never seen a feather like that. Might be worth uh, looking into at the library. God damn it. <laughs> like I said, I, I there are other resources of the other plainly. <laughs> no, she says otherworldly. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Tom Ladong, but he's always talking about some crazy shit. Uh, might be as good a place to start as any. Oh, we're familiar with Tom Ledon. <laughs> By that I mean I'm familiar with Tom Ledon. You know, I've only ever heard his music, but from what I hear, we might want to be talking a bit more to the man. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> and then other than that, the only people I could think of that would have a fancy exotic feather are the rich. That is something substantial to go on. Uh, Officer Hadfield, I would never presume to give you orders. Well, good. And then she walks away. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, 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 so. 
<laughs> Sorry, finish your thought. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> but I, I think we're planning on going to the lumber yard. It might be good for you to join us. Yeah, I'm sure they could take care of this scene from here. Uh, and she walks over to uh, the new grave digger, you assume, and a couple of other people that they have working with them, helping load the cart with the body of Danny Freeman. Uh, sorry, I guess while we're just like kind of standing around, um, mm-hmm. like, is there anything else like weird or out of place about the meadow that we're in? Why don't you give me an insight roll? Ah, uh, five. Yeah, you you can't really figure out what's so special about this place. You're looking around. All you can see is the river, and you get distracted actually because across the river you see these beautiful cows, and even though they don't look <laughs> it to you, they look really sad. Because they're in their enclosement. <laughs> How? What, what's the distance across the river? Uh, too far to like jump, and it's a it's deep, like too deep to climb back up on the other side of the bank. Not so deep that it would be a big fall. Maybe four feet, five feet to the water, and then across ten or fifteen. Ten or fifteen feet across the river. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna cast Mage Hand. Okay. And. I don't know, like, try and sneakily, like, wriggle free a board or a couple boards or something on the fence on the other side. <laughs> okay. Um, how much... How mu- they can li- move 10 pounds, is that right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? Give me athletics. <laughs> okay, that's a nat one. <laughs> yeah, you... you, you ch- this is well-crafted. Monty probably put this together. I don't know if Monty's a good carpenter, though. <laughs> <laughs> Monty told somebody to put this together. <laughs> Extra secure. It gave gave him very specific instructions. Someone who Monty respects very much put it together. Carpenter? Yeah. Monty respects him? His name was Jesus Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good worker. Do we see you cast that? Uh, Yeah, there's a verbal component. I think think all my verbal components are just like catchphrases of mine. But also you see the hand. Right. Oh, right, of course. It's a spectral floating hand. Yeah, I thought so. All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's go partner <laughs> having said that we would still react to the catchphrase if nothing else i think so then like hearing you do the catchphrase and then being like what's he reacting to and then seeing the ghostly hand like I think try it's, to it's lift a two yeah. by four and not be able to do it <laughs> i'm picturing like a fence post because it's like an old timey fence too which almost makes it even better just like trying to pull the post out of the ground I, I actually think Ernie would be, like, I think his curiosity would be piqued by this. I would just assume you have a plan. Like, I wouldn't question it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I don't see how this is going to help solve the case, but he is the brains of the operation. <laughs> so let's let's see what he has. I mean, also, to be fair, like, literally today when you guys were abducted, I guess it was yesterday when you guys were put up on the spaceship, uh, you were also imbued with this mission to release the cows. So... Or, like, uh, yeah, we're told about it. I, I don't think that this would be a giant mystery to you guys. Great. So, in that case, I'm going to fly across the river and uh, open the enclo- <laughs> open the enclosure. Okay. Are you trying to be sneaky about this? Is there a gate here, though, or is this just, like, the fence? <laughs> Not on the south side. <laughs> I imagine that there was no gate leading right into the river, so that checks out. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I guess I didn't think about that. 
just in case we need to drown any of the cows in a hurry. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, I also completely forgot that the feed I picked lets me cast it without verbal or somatic components and makes the hand invisible. But I'm, I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say like in character this time that I like forgot about that and like out of habit cast it the old way. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know you yeah. did that. Nice. Yeah. Oh, right, because you took telekinetic. I totally yeah, forgot yeah. that until right now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'd fly over there, realize that I can't really do anything without attracting any suspicion, and then fly back. <laughs> do you see something useful over there, Ernie? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I think Ernie in this moment is like trying to channel his inner Monty, but like not doing a very good job, which <laughs> which is like exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, though, I try to sell with like, don't worry, Rory. I'm sure these two have a plan because <laughs> Monty, he assumes well, you, you folks are are strange, but you seem to be helpful. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, okay, I think we're all settled up here. You guys want to uh, head down to the lumber mill? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I nod. Okay, then. And then before you guys take off, Officer Hatfield turns to the new gravedigger and, sa- and the crew and says, uh, Once you folks are done, make your way over to the lumber mill just in case. Uh, we think we might have a lead on another. I think Monty might actually speak up and be like, Well, now hold on there, officer. That'd be bad luck. Let's not put the grave digger before the horse cart. Yeah, right you are. <laughs> right you are, Monty. Okay, uh, he's right. You folks stay at the uh, chapel. We'll uh, we'll go check it out. Uh, and you guys make your way to the lumber mill. How are you guys proceeding? In the front door, I think, for Monty. Knocking if it's locked. Walking in if it's not. And but 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 is it locked or no? Before I go any. As you get to the front door. It appears broken in. Hmm. In that case, I immediately, like, drop my revolver and go, Hello there. Anybody inside? Are you, like, stepping in, though? Not yet, but I'm, I'm holding my revolver. If anything, taking cover at the doorway. Like, on one side of the door, you know? What, what's everyone else doing? I think before going to the door, I'd, like, take a peek, like, or, like, a walk around the building to see if there's anything weird. Okay. After, you're talking about after you've heard this now? Or in general? Uh, this is as we're approaching the building. I wanted to, like, walk around it. Okay. Uh, so why don't you give me an investigation check? Ernie, what are you doing? I think I'm just following Officer Hadfield's lead. Okay. Uh, that's 12 for me. You don't see anything out of place. It just kind of looks like sand around a building. That's as it, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, then I just meet up with everybody else. Okay, so Lefty takes a detour just to check out the perimeter of the building and then is following up after Ernie, who's following Officer Hatfield, who is kind of in tandem a little behind Monty. Monty gets to the front door, notices that it's been broken, and says, Hello, is anybody in there? Takes cover at the door, and Officer Hatfield takes cover at the other door uh, and draws her weapon as well. Once she's, like, at the other side, then I would peek inside and try to look. Wouldn't fully step in or anything, but just kind of, you know, peek out of cover look around i think if that's the case ernie is waiting on the corner of the building trying to like cover the side of it or you know do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah makes sense yeah yeah uh and you hear no response monty uh cool can i make a perception check though to, to look inside sure 
That's only a six. Yeah, you don't see anything going on inside. In that case, I would immediately go, well, it looks clear to me. And then I would step in and once again go, hello? Hello? Uh, and you hear a creak as the door opens and the floorboards squeak under your foot. And that's where we're going to end our session. Cool. God damn. Oh, man. Another blue feather? Precisely! Either the feather of a thunderbird, or a brontosaurus. A brontosaurus feather. Don't be ridiculous, detective. Brontosaurus have scales. Not this again. A common misconception, but no. Brontosauri absolutely have feathers. How else do you think they ended up in the clouds with Zeus? I don't know about that. I don't ever remember seeing any brontosauri up in the clouds when I was in the late Jurassic. Well, maybe you didn't look hard enough, huh? A brontosaurus may be very large, but clouds are also very high. Besides, Zeus is thunderously crafty. But what does Zeus have to do with anything? Well, you see, kiddo, spring breaks come around, and there's more heroes to be found. You know, there's something major going down on Tracy Island. But what does that mean? Nothing. He's literally quoting Thunderbirds, our goal, from the Thunderbirds movie. Don't be mad, please. Stop the hating. Just be glad that they'll be waiting. The friends we have are ever-changing. You know, the lid's about to blow when the Thunderbirds are go. But none of the Thunderbirds are Brontosauri. And you're gonna love how this one unfolds. What the hell are you guys talking about? Heroes of Might and Magic 3? Hi, this is Ernie from the acclaimed podcast With Their Forces Combined. The guys wanted me to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you liked the show, let them know. You could tell your spirit hawk to leave a sign in the sky. You could leave them a five-star review. You could follow them. You could subscribe to them. You could share it with your animal friends. Sow it to a squirrel. Sow it to a dolphin. So to your friends. Maybe your friends aren't squirrels and dolphins. I'm just adding a third option. Or if you really like it, you can throw them some gold on their Patreon. I know they have some extra episodes incoming soon. You can also reach them on Instagram at WTFC.podcast. Cory likes to post his art there. And you can even find some extra words of wisdom from Mr. Storyteller. Thank you.